What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Shattered Order Podcast. This is episode 130, and I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. After two weeks off, we have apparently forgotten what we are doing. So, hopefully we can stumble through this whole podcast and uh, actually make something of it. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, at least we got sound working now, so there's that. Yeah. I think this is actually the Scatterbrain podcast, not the Shattered Order podcast. But either way, um, <laughs> this is our first yep. show of 2019. How exciting is that? Hey, I like it. I'm excited. Brand new year, brand new things. Sounds good to me. Woo! Very exciting stuff. <laughs> Total. Total. God. Totally. God All bless right. America. No kidding. All right, so we have a lot to get to. Um, I, I have an, a very exciting announcement. Um, so I told you about this. For the next few months, uh, we're going to do our damnedest to keep the show under two hours because my life is hectic as all hell and very busy. And would you like to know why? I really want to know why. Actually, I want everyone else to know why. Yes, um, you may or may not know that my internet sucks. It's and if you don't it, know, you must be new here. Yes, that's <laughs> very true. Um, so I am moving. Uh, I am moving here in about two months, and I am going to be moving closer to civilization. I should be getting internet there much faster than I would here. But this in turn means I am unbelievably busy in general in life. So, uh, yeah, I, I need, I, I'm just busy. So, uh, yeah, we're going to keep the podcast a little bit shorter. But hopefully, you know, come March or April, I'll have good internet. I'll be able to stream because... I did this really awesome stream the other day with Cubs, Cubs Fan Han. If you're unaware, I highly suggest you go check that out. But I would like to be able to start doing stuff like that more often, and that'll be great. Uh, that'll be my goal for the new year. What What was it that you streamed? Well, the, not that this, I didn't watch or anything. You I know totally what? Did. We'll We'll get to that here in oh. a second. Teaser. Let the let the excitement build. Okay. All right. I'm in. All right. I'm cool with that. Well, so, let me I would, let me mention this then. I wanted to mention 
a shout out. We, at the beginning of the football season, we started a Shattered Order Podcast Fantasy Football League, and that has ended. So I just wanted to shout out Han Pikey, who won the Shattered Order Fantasy Football League. Uh, don't forget to join next year because uh, I'd really like to take down that crown and revenge my three wins this year. So <laughs> my terrible, terrible team. Yes. But yeah, congratulations. Good job. Indeed. Another shout out to uh, my side chick, Hack and Slash 444, and his guild, the Star Crusher Squad Rocks. Uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoy the show. And uh, yeah, wanted to say what's up. Hello. Hello. That's a cool name, too. Kind of a tongue twister. It's pretty good. Pretty good. What about YouTubes? Tell us about the YouTubes. So, if you're unaware, we're trying to do more stuff on YouTube on occasion. And I've done a lot of videos recently. I keep planning on telling everyone about it, and I keep forgetting. Um, I did a couple videos not too long ago about slicing mods and how I slice mods and stuff like that. And then I I made this... It, it's basically a wormhole of math. But um, <laughs> I talk about the triangle, the crit damage versus crit chance versus offense. I compare those three. I talk about offense versus crit damage set bonuses. And talk about how you find the crit chance crossover points if you remember the graph i made a while back that kind of showed the crit chance crossover points it's far more complicated than that and that's what this video explains i also have a spreadsheet that allows you to put some numbers in and actually calculates all that out and lets you see it and everything it's really really cool i highly suggest you check that guy check that out um because I think it's pretty useful. It's got some really cool information. You know, if you're really into mods, you may find it super interesting. Um, so we've just had some really cool stuff like that on the YouTube channel. And uh, we think you guys should totally check it out. Um, and make sure you subscribe. Because we're, we're trying to hit 1,000 subscribers and we're close. All right. And the uh, spreadsheet you can find in our Discord channel uh, in the announcements. It's up there. I need to go pin it. It's what I need to do, but I'll get to that. Um, yeah. Well, are you ready for this first topic? I'm totally ready for it. I know you it. are. Someone has been very bad. Bad at trivia. It's time for that naughty boy to get Why punished. Is the I want you to just grab me and take me. Why did the young Gamorrean guard not pursue a better career than pizza delivery? He could only get a job at the hut. Misa love boomboxes. And it makes my polka throb with arousal. Dude, what is going on? With that. What did you just play? That is. Oh! <laughs> was that not I just connect, I just kept it all just connected in wow. my head. Yeah. <laughs> Why you were playing that? I'm like trivia's uh, at the end. What are we doing here? Now, now you well, get it. I did a thing today because I have owed you punishments have. for trivia from long ago episodes for 
a very long time now. So as promised last Q&A episode, we're going to finish Q&A this week, but last Q&A episode, I did say that I would have a parody song for you guys this week as uh, one of my punishments. So I, uh, I might have done that. So I also ruined what you were talking about, Wink, but that's okay. That's it. <laughs> but, you know, just well, um, <laughs> why don't you tell do, do you want to tell everyone the story um just about how rough life really is before we play them this piece of art i just want to say that it is a hard node life so i that's all i have to say let's do it it's a hard node life for us it's a hard node life for us. Instead of spread out, it's one trick. Better far more, you'll get kicked. It's a hard node life. Got no tunes to speak of, so it's the hard node row. We ho, there's Cantina. It is full. What about shops? Don't be a fool. It's a hard node life. Don't it seem like new tunes are always dropping? Don't it feel like the end is out of sight? Once a day, don't you want to throw the towel in? Do and you'll never win a fight. No one's there when your canteen energy's full. No one's there in any of the shops. No new guild of in characters for months now. Crying if fate tries to ever stop. Zero shard life, bad RNG life, punch me in the face, never stopping life. Jedi Luke we never see, Jedi Luke who's that, who's he, no one cares for you a bit, when you're on a crystal budget, it's our node life. You'll keep farming till all these tunes are done like all your whale friends. But I want a farm fin. Unu shiny, look at him. Stay the course, Jim. Stop on Rose now, Tim. It's a hard note life for us. It's a hard note life for us. No one cares for you a bit when you're on a crystal budget. It's the hard note life. It's the hard note life. It's the hard note life. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much. I uh, had some fun making that today. Uh, hopefully you guys liked it. And uh, I'm going to upload it to Discord if you want to download it. So there you go. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, you've been talking about this for a while. You came up with the Hard Node Life quite a while back. And uh, <laughs> yes, I did. It's, uh, it, it did not disappoint. And you know what's funny I assure is, you. It, it also didn't devalue because three months ago when I thought of it, 
three months later, it's still the hard node life. So it I'm certainly is. That is, there is no doubt about that. Oh, so good. <laughs> so, so good. Oh, uh, we can stop now, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that that's that's a wrap, man. That's yeah. So uh <laughs> if you're new to the show, make sure you head over our Discord channel, discord.me slash shattered order, and you can listen to that as many times as you could possibly want. And uh hopefully you'll make a video for it, because that would be really awesome. Then we can just have it on <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. It would look like a Bohemian Rhapsody, and I'd just cover my put my face in several places, have it that sing is... in each side. Uh, <laughs> that's a pretty good idea actually yeah not not a bad idea at all oh god it's too <laughs> funny all right all right are, are you ready for the next topic that everyone was expecting i yes let's go to the topic people wanted to see hey guys what did you do in sloga this week All right. Well, um, we've got some... I mean, it's been two weeks. Good God, like, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So, <laughs> all right, here's the deal. We do. But your section is very small. It, it is, but... You must but, not have done much this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. All right, so... Grand Arena is the best game mode that this game has seen, period, bar none, not even close. I The Grand Arena is absolutely amazing. I love it so much. However, there are other game changers who love this mode as much as I do. Cubs fan Han being one of them. So, naturally, it's based on galactic power. So, what do Cubs and I do? Well... You may or may not be aware, but you can add or remove mods to adjust your galactic power. And that is exactly what we did. So we were pretty close in galactic power. And we started, uh, he was a little bit above me, so he started removing some mods. I started adding some mods. And we kind of met at this really nice little spot. And, you know, we got really close in galactic power. Then... We used like some level one through three mods to adjust our galactic power ever so slightly until we had the exact same galactic power. We did this in hopes that in the grand arena, we would be tossed into the same bracket. And we can confirm that it indeed does work. (laughs) I can't believe that it actually worked, to be honest. That was kind of a... I was shocked. I mean... Uh, like I was sitting there, I got a message from Cubs and he's just like laughing, like it worked. I'm like, no freaking way. And I go check and sure enough, uh, put us in the same bracket (laughs) and we were both at the bottom. We were the seven and eight seeds essentially on there. And turns out we never got matched up in the first two battles. So we had to win our first two battles. And then in the final it ended up being me and Cubs. And, well, last night we live-streamed it on his YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen that yet, make sure you go check out Cubs' YouTube channel. Uh, we did a video where we just alternated attacks against each other's defenses. It was the most fun hour I have ever had 
playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. It was an absolute blast getting to root against somebody who I'm watching try to take down my defenses. It was... It was unbelievably fun. I uh, I'm probably gonna try to do this with some other game changers because it was just too much fun. Um, uh, and I think what I'm probably gonna start doing is on our Discord. I'll announce the galactic power that I'm gonna be at for a grand arena. And if anyone wants to challenge me in the grand arena, by all means, go for it. Uh, I'm right around four million <laughs> GP, so. Uh, you kind of have to be within striking distance there. But um, yeah, it was unbelievably fun. Uh, highly suggest watching that video if you like that sort of stuff. Absolutely. I caught it live. I enjoyed it. I, I seemed like everyone did. So a lot yeah. of people in there, a lot of comments on the uh, YouTube and everything. So yeah. hopefully CG sees how well that did and can do something to, you know, make that better even better going forward make it a little easier maybe to match up with people i don't know maybe make a sandbox mode so we can just do it whenever we want that would be sweet but dude you know I, i'm serious i sweet. i i would do streams regularly like battling people alternating like that if it was able to be done it's it is it's unbelievably fun because you it's very rare that you get an offer like that's what's so great about uh the territory war is, you know, when you're, when you see people keep attacking your defense and stuff, it's that much better whenever you're actually, you know, um, you're actually going into it and actually watching the battles. Yeah. It was just awesome. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I enjoyed the heck out of it. So hopefully we can see more yeah. of that kind of stuff going forward. Cause that would, I, I mean, there were a lot of people watching, so I think that if that was a regular thing and Pee-wee could, more people were involved, I think it could be a pretty huge thing. So I saw a comment yeah. someone said that like that was almost like esports, you know, and I yeah, it kind of was. I mean, kind of was. So it was that's pretty that was pretty cool. So yeah, what else you got? Indeed. What else did you do this week? Or well, two weeks, in preparation. For Grand Arena, I had to get my teams ready. So, uh, I mean, I, I was already in on the Bears. I already put the freaking Zeta on Chirpa. So, I was like, I'll, I'll go all in. So, I took Wicket to Gear 12. I threw a Zeta on him. I modded him. And he's pretty nasty. I was so excited to see how he was going to do against Cubs. Um, his They never took a turn. His stupid Imperial Troopers just slaughtered my Bears. It was disgusting. <laughs> whatever um i also just got chirped to gear 12 so that's kind of my little project right now i'm trying to get my bears up uh you know those two are the two i was most primarily concerned about getting uh, paplu to gear 11 will be the next goal and uh yeah that's that's kind of pretty much my strategy there uh, something else I did was I've really, really focused on my first order team because of how good they are on defense and because cruise ship is unbelievable. I've been using it on, uh, you know, my fleet arena. So I was like, I can go all in on crew and I think I I'm good. So I had a gear 12 plus piece that I got from Ray and I was like, I'll put that on him. So I did. And 
I've been putting more and more pieces on him. Well, as of right now, he is exactly 56,000 health with 35% crit avoidance. Uh, he's got all slice mods on him. Uh, he's got three health primaries, and he is only missing one piece of gear, and it's the big health gear 12 plus piece. Once that goes on him, he'll be uh, what, whatever he would be, 62,500 health. And, uh, you know, when when he recovers, you know, 8% health every time you damage him, he is going to be very annoying to deal with. Um, I read here <laughs> my sure. Kylo Ren to max him on protection because if you watch my video with Cubs, I had some issues with his crew and uh, just because that protection recovery is crazy. So I'm trying to make those two unbelievably difficult to deal with. And then First Order Executioner was only gear 11 against Cubs, but as of now, I've added almost 15,000 health to him by getting him to gear 12 and giving him a few of those gear 12 pieces and also putting two sliced health primaries on him. Uh, he's great for health primaries because his unique gives him bonus offense based on his max health. So giving him more health makes him more survivable and makes him hit harder. So I think that's a really good strategy to go with First Order Executioner. Uh, he's 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 just awesome anyway, mm -hmm. right? So um, and then uh, you know I uh, did a few other things with mods and. Today, I was going through my mods, and I found something awesome. It was a uh, uh, a square mod health primary that I hadn't done anything with, but at level one, it was gold, and it had like five speed on it. I was like, hey, I should level that up. And I'll be damned, it turned into 23 speed. So I know the next mod I am slicing to six dot because, oh man, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what I've done. Like, that's... That's the whole list of it. I mean, it's just been all bears and all first order, just really trying to optimize those teams and get them prepared to be as obnoxious as possible. Hopefully next time my bears will be a little bit more, you know, just better. <laughs> better. Speaking of bears. Oh, ho hold on. Um, and on that mod, I meant uh, health set. It's a health set bonus. Offense primary square, obviously, just to be clear. Somebody asked gotcha. that in the chat, so, yeah. Gotcha. So back to what I was saying about the Bears. That makes me think of the NFC North, and this kind of happened between podcasts, so I just wanted to mention that week four, week 17 Lions-Packers game, what was it, 31-0 to zero at Lambeau? <laughs> getting that draft pick baby yeah <laughs> well i'm glad we could help you out there you go what is that yeah. four wins for the lions straight against the packers i'm loving it all right anyways my week <laughs> yeah, mine was all mostly yeah no, I, I don't my i don't week want was to talk about football so i'm done with it <laughs> till the draft all right so Mine was mostly character stuff over the last few weeks. A lot of those long farms I finally finished. For example, seven-star young Lond Londo. Young Londo. I seven-starred young Lando and the Lando's Millennium Falcon. So nice. I completely, I've almost completely maxed out Lando's Millennium Falcon because I got 
Lando to gear 12, and I'm two pieces from L337 to gear 12, and then I'll have that ship, like, completely finished. And I'm I'm loving it. That ship is awesome in, uh, as a reinforcement. All those extra attacks, if you pull yes, it in, it like, third. If you can get him in third, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Just whales them. Crazy people. good. But uh, I also seven-starred Kira. Uh, so I'm going to get her next for the Territory Wars Grand Arena defense team. You know, I think you know which one I'm thinking of. Quite possibly. You might have saw it last mm-hmm. night. May, yeah, may have so. uh, strongly underestimated a Zeta Google Chew goggle Google goggles Chew. <laughs> Google, good Google Chewy. Yeah, People man. Know uh, me. Google me. <laughs> that yeah, he's he's annoying. Yeah, so I'm look I'm looking into that now. Um, after I get done with L thirty L three three seven, and uh, yeah, so. It's actually, I'm actually farming ISC in Cantina now because I literally have barely anything left in the Cantina. So I think I'm 50, I don't know, what am I? 85 out of 100 on uh, Imperial Super Commando. And then then it's on to Isla, Lando maybe. You know, I still don't have Lando at seven stars. So maybe he's next. I th- Lando is still sitting there Very at cool. like 190 shards out of 25, I think. So <laughs> still like my Lando is still two star. Don't plan on ever changing that unless I have to. But yeah, uh, you, you won't, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, this nice. time has passed. Uh, Zeta crew leadership after last night. Uh, I wasn't getting by a fooling anyone anymore because I only had his other, his unique Zeta for the auto taunt at the beginning of a match. Cause I used him uh-huh. in, uh, I think I used him in my CLS team back in the day, but, uh, yeah. So I never had his leadership ability. So I was just throwing him in with that one Zeta, assuming people would, uh, waste in territory wars waste why can i talk in territory wars waste a good team on them if they didn't look at what zeta i actually had but uh now in grand arena everyone looks at everything so i actually did the leadership and uh put the last two gear 12 pieces on him so he should be good to go now and then uh yeah still on bosk still on imbo still on Django, and the houndstooth but those are the main things i'm farming Eventually, I'll move on to uh, the Bounty Hunter ships, but, man, I just have so many hard-node farms. Yeah. It's a hard-node life right now, so. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, that, those Bounty Hunter ships, they are, uh, they're, they're a lot of work. I've, like I said, man, I am still trying to plow through Xanadu Blood and um, whatever that other ship is, uh uh ig uh, the ig 2000 and yeah they're those hard nodes are brutal man yeah. very very slow stuff you know everybody's speculating that the falcon's coming so i'm trying to get my bounty hunters ready and it's yeah it's 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 a slow grind i ran out of ship hard nodes so i'm actually farming the sith fighter until uh 
hopefully JKA lands on a ship hard node, and then I'll go after him. But until then, I'm stuck on That's... the Sith fighter. But uh, yeah, that let me let me touch on uh, chat here real quick. Um, okay, I don't think Lando is a bad character. I like Lando a lot. I have him gear twelve on my alt. The only reason I do not use Lando on my main account is because back when the game started, they had a Twitter um, a Twitter promotion, and if you clicked on this link, it opened up your game and gave you a free character. Well, the free character it gave me was a two star Lando. And if you know this about Lando, he unlocks at four stars. So in the game, unless people people that are playing right now in the game consistently, day after day, I'm willing to bet that I'm one of less than probably 25 at the most people that have a two-star Lando. So it's more of a collection thing. I have a two-star Lando. No one else can get that or has it. And uh, it is like a trophy for me. So that's why I'm not using Lando. I bet but, there's no yeah. one else that actively plays the game that has a two-star Lando. You know what? I was being generous with the 25. I don't. I might be the only one playing daily with a two-star Lando. I don't know. So uh, the so. last thing was I won the 3v3 Grand Arena. I learned some really good things about the teams that I was suggesting for my image i really need to go back and update that now before the next 3v3 comes out because i got some ideas with i think we talked about this last episode but uh it worked out uh won the 3v3 i won this one that just ended today 5v5 so if i hadn't gone to sleep after work during the first one and done my attacks in the the final battle of the championship round i'd be undefeated but uh i'm not undefeated because i like sleep so I'm what loving Grand Arena. Most... I'm doing, doing pretty well. What team was most team surprising was most... that you fought in 3v3? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of one that's more, most surprising to fight, but one on offense that I really enjoyed using wasn't even three people. It was two. And if you could get Leia fast enough to go first and stealth herself and you throw her in with Nest... You could burn down a lot of teams. Interesting. Because basically it turns a nest into a tank who doesn't die. And no one can touch Leia unless they have an AoE. So avoid AoEs. And you can just uh, shotgun Leia everything dead. It was super fun. So Very interesting. That was the biggest surprise for me because I'm looking at the characters I had left and I'm like, you know what? This was an idea I had for phase four of the heroic Sith that didn't work out because when you, uh, because she just, once, once she's hit nest enough times to go past her in rage in phase four, everyone loses the ability to gain buffs. So everyone comes out of stealth and everybody dies. So it doesn't really work, but in, oh, yeah. you know, in a grand arena match, no one's taken her out of stealth unless they're AOE and they're to death. So it worked out That's really well. That's a good well. point. Nice. Uh, for me, the team that I found most surprising was, well, I, I knew that Gerald Kenobi lead with Barris would be frustrating. I did not realize what would happen if you threw fives in with those two. My God. <laughs> it was awful. You just get real it's, bad. Yeah, it's just, it's so damn annoying. If, I mean, 
e- even if you're using a team that exposes, it's just you have to do so much damage to make any headway at all on that team. It ugh. It was disgusting. I hated it. I hated it so much. It does sound pretty nasty, I must say. I think I timed out the first time, and then I had to go in with something, you know, did a little bit more damage and take it out. It was, yeah, it was very annoying. (laughs) I want to see more 3v3. That was awesome. I did enjoy the 3v3 a lot. Yeah. All right, you ready to jump to the next thing? Next thing, let's do it. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. Uh, calendar stuff. All right, so what is coming up over the next few weeks? So there's a lot of uh, assault battles and capital ship uh, shards events and stuff like that listed in the calendar all the normal stuff in there uh, I wanted to point out a few of the bigger things for some of the newer players that don't have these things yet but on the 10th of January both Daring Droid and CLS are coming back so if you don't have R2 and you need him to get CLS those are coming out on the same day on the 10th so in here in six days about a week you will be able to get your CLS if you're ready for R2 so there's that also, on the 24th of this month, there is a Pieces and Plans BB-8 event. Uh, so if you need BB-8, get your first order ready. They'll be back at the end of the month. Uh, no sign of RJT on the calendar yet. But uh, yeah, I think the last time we saw CLS and R2, uh, we also saw BB-8 and RJT. So... Um, Talk about something with that in a second, but there was also only one territory battle for all of January and two territory wars listed, uh, both of them next week back to back, including the community style territory war, which we're going to talk about here in a second, and then also one grand arena at the end of the month. So, Boo. not a ton on the calendar, like, not a lot on the calendar at all. Uh, it was put out from a CG top hat on Reddit, I believe, that the calendar is incomplete. Uh, that is just things to look forward to that they knew of right away. And once they come back from, once they're all like back from their vacations and everything and full go with everyone back at work, uh, they'll update that calendar with what's completely finished schedule on that calendar. So I think we'll see some changes to the uh, scheduling of territory battles, territory wars, and grand arena, because uh, they they even said top hat even said they're still working out how they're going to run all those things together. And I still contest that running grand arena during territory battles is totally fine with me. 100%. I can do both. It's so good. Like, it, so uh, we need put more those, grand those arena. two in one week territory wars on the next, then go back to TVs and grand arena. And it's totally fine with me. 100%. But in the next few next week, probably we'll probably see the calendar updated to a more final state. But that's what's going on right now. So if for sure we know about the uh, CLS R two and BB eight events. So if you're getting ready for those, you know they're coming. So uh, good luck to you. But uh, no sign of Revan yet. Uh, we might still see him. 
in January. We don't know. But because uh, that's what a lot of people were thinking. Oh, January is when he'll come back. Well, he's not on the calendar, but there is still hope from what Top Hat said. So maybe. I hope not because my alt does not have mission yet. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But for everyone else, yeah. it would be fine. Uh, I'm, I, I still suspect that we're going to see a Millennium Falcon soon. Uh, you know, they hinted at the original trilogy stuff. They gave us... You know, Chewy. I could totally see C-3PO being part of that. Like, bring us the freaking Falcon, man. Like, we need it. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, uh, anything else at all on the calendar that you wanted to uh, make sure people knew about? That's it. That's it for me. All righty, then. Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. Poll time! Alright, so we had some pretty interesting questions this week. Uh, You know, because there's been a lot of controversy in the community, and we want your opinion. So, what is that first question, Goodnight Punk? All right, so podcast poll. First question was, do you like the this next community-style version of Territory Wars as you understand it from the announcement? Quick overview. We'll go on into it more in depth after the poll, but just to show say what the basic overview of this Territory War community style is, there's a big gang of characters, And in the end, 28 of them are not going to be allowed to be used in Territory Wars. 28. And they're all pretty hefty characters by name. So Indeed. Yeah. This has caused quite a stir for people. So I thought that would be a good uh, poll to ask to see what people thought about it. So the question is, do you like this community-style version of Territory Wars as you understand it from the announcement? The answers were yes, no, and I'll wait to play it. To form a strong opinion one way or the other. Now, 47.6% of people said no, they don't like it. Not surprised from everything that I've heard. But also from everything I heard, I am surprised it's not higher. Granted, my answer of I'll wait to play it to form a strong opinion. Maybe some of those soft opinions (laughs) were hitting no before the poll on other polls that might not have had that answer. But... Yeah, it's uh, it's causing some locomotion if you catch my drift. Indeed. So, 40% said they'll, they'll wait to form an opinion, and then another 11% said they like it. So, um, yeah, not to, not a, let's see here, 88% of people are on the side of I don't like it, or I'm not sure if I will like it. So, that's, that's not a good look for that new announcement um yeah so yeah uh, so what what are your thoughts on this whole thing uh basically removing 28 characters that get voted on and uh you know that you will not be able to use in territory war uh i know personally i think it's a cool idea trying to force people into using teams that maybe aren't used so much but at the same time like territory war it's one of those rare times where you get to use your full roster and 
you know, it sucks when you're cutting out those, you know, some of those characters that people like using. I I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. It I think it'll be fun for theory crafting, but I don't think people are going to like it. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Here's... I have... I wish you would save this for the next section because I could go on about this for a long time, but the... I see both sides, okay? I do, I see that people love Territory Wars and in its nor the form it's in now, and I understand that. So people should still get that. That should not ever go away, that version of it. But for everyone that's mad that they're changing it or doing anything to it when they say it, it wasn't broken or didn't need fixed or whatever, to them I have this to say. When Territory Wars was announced... They talked about platoons and other things for the mode to change up the playstyle whenever you did it. That's true. It didn't happen for a year. Okay, fine. But the thing about it is they have been planning this forever and the writing was always on the wall. So they're not fixing something they saw as wrong. They're implementing a plan that they've had in place for a very long time. So I don't have a problem with it. I think it'll be fun. I don't like Territory Wars anyway. We've already talked about that several times. I think this will make it more fun for me. I might enjoy it a little more. But on the other side, I don't think that every single one from here on out should be that way. I still think that the original way that it's done should happen for the people that like it. Um, I don't think that it should be done that way every time. I think it's more fun to try new things. I think it keeps the game fresh. And uh, yeah, so... I can understand people being upset, but the thing about it is all those people that only play for Territory Wars, they're not the only people that play the game. And everyone else that plays Territory Wars and doesn't like it, they got to find a way to make that work for those people too. So you got to, I mean, I'd say the number of people that like Territory Wars are smaller than the people that don't like it. That's just a guess. I mean, so, and, and I don't know. Yeah. Overall, I think it's dumb to if they change it forever. Now, this community style one, I don't know if I like it. Like, I think the idea for it is kind of bad, but I think that they have other ideas that'll probably be more fun and more interesting to try than a game mode where you're taking away things that people have worked really hard on to play with. Um, So I think this version of their fun and playful isn't that fun or playful but i think that they have other ideas that will be fun yeah now but i still like i just want to make it clear i do i do i understand the people that love territory wars and want it to stay i think that it should stay in some format for those people but it can't stay all the time no i mean we've been asking for a new map and other things for it like if we change the map and people didn't like where things were, are we suddenly mad now that they changed the map? If like, they make I, this a I complete replacement so. of the territory war we have now, it will not go over well, nor should it. But um, that's a test. Uh, l- let's go ahead and jump to this next question. Uh, curiously, what did you think of 3v3 Grand Arena when it was announced? So the really, in- just to kind of jump to the end here, there were 80% of people that ended up liking it, 
which I think was crazy. Uh, there was 43% that said they were excited and ended up liking it. 26% who were indifferent but ended up liking it. And then another 9% that thought it would suck and ended up liking it. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, 13% said they were indifferent but said it sucked. And then there was, um, you know, 8% that thought it would suck and still think it sucks. And then there was uh, less than 3% that said they were excited and then they thought it stunk. So uh, that was a very much minority of it. So, uh, And there was one person that messaged me and said that their option wasn't indifferent. In, indifferent. And that was... Indifferent yeah. and still indifferent. So that makes sense. That one person, I, I got you in here. I got uh, you, uh, and, Wookie. You know, I would like to see three v three taken to territory war. I think, or four v four, or double leader, or something like that would be much more exciting for mixing up territory war rather than removing characters from usability. But may. Maybe we'll get something. Yeah, like exactly. That. See, that's the type of thing that they could in they could put in that would be fun yes. and playful, without taking yeah, away. It things. It sucks not getting to use characters that so. you enjoy using when you only get to use them, you know, a couple times, a couple times a month. Yeah, um, for sure. And I do like that double leader idea because we've 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 been asked that almost. Every question and answer to pick a, yes. a good double leader. Uh, that would be squad. amazing. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, all right. Next question. Who do you think the devs will vote in? So, uh, I mean, this was pretty much split. The The group that was the that slightly stood above the rest was group four, which was Basila Sean, Wampa, Resistance Trooper, and TIE Fighter Pilot. Um the the other three groups are Han Solo, Fulcrum, Nest, First Order Stormtrooper, Group 2, Ezra, Dooku, Sith Trooper, Kylo. Group 3 is Boba Fett, Hermit, Yoda, Snowtrooper, and First Order Executioner. Uh, those all pretty much had the same votes. It was just that Basil Sean one that stood up above the rest by a smidgen. Um, well, yeah, it's... Out of all of those, it's either that one or the Ezra Bridger one yeah. to me that they'll vote in. With Ezra, Dooku, Sith Trooper, and Kylo Ren. I could see that one being put in. But the other, there, I don't think there's any chance that Han Solo, Fulcrum, Nest, and First Order Stormtrooper are the group that they get voted in. That they leave in yeah. territory. No, that's totally true. I, I think I agree there. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't the lowest voted. It was second lowest. But yeah, we'll see. We will see. I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of open to things. I'm skeptical, but I'm open to the idea. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, all right. Next question is pulling 28 characters out too much. There was 46% of people that said, yes, this event needs rethinking. There were 27%. I, or go ahead. I was just going to say, I was, I was surprised that that 
this number was so even between the three to be honest i thought that one was just gonna take yeah i did too uh i was kind of surprised um yes less may be doable but this hampers too many teams uh, that was 27%. And then there was another 20, uh, slightly smaller 27% that said, no, there should be enough team members left for interesting teams. And, you know, it kind of depends on how long you've been playing, how deep your roster is. You know, like our guild, like I, I'm a 4 million GP player and like I'm going to have enough to make up for. But, you know, if you're one of those people where Han's your best character or, you know, you you may only have, like, a couple Gear 11 or Gear 12 characters and, like, Han's one of them or one of these characters that could get shut out. And then that just kind of sucks because, you know, that early in the game, you don't have a ton of characters and there are so many, so few that are really good. Them taking away them just kind of stinks, you know? Uh, I, I would have liked to have... S- Imagine how fun oh, that territory man. war would be. Yeah. And that's be so total exciting. sarcasm. Yeah. No, exactly. There are so many, there's only so many leader abilities that cover everyone and not just people in their factions. So it's, you start taking out synergy leaders and you're run, start running out of leader abilities to run those yeah. teams. That's the biggest thing I see with some of these. So Joker put just wrote a really interesting comment in the chat, and that is this new territory war type will actually reward collectors rather than the meta chasers. And that's kind of a good point. Um it's it's really nice how they've separated out these different game modes. I mean, Grand Arena strongly favors those who are like into optimizing mods and into, you know, building full teams versus like you know territory battles that really favors collectors territory war in a way favors collectors because you kind of have a wider variety of things that you can you know use to get through those teams but um yeah cutting uh cutting these meta characters out will definitely uh you know change that but we'll see uh, we will see. We shall see. All right. Better number to be removed from the territory war. Uh, 40% said less than six. 29.5% said six to 11. 15% said 18 to 24. And then, actually, 18 to 24 and 12 to 17 had the exact same percentage. But uh, it kind of seems like less characters being pulled, people much prefer. You know, like I said, I I think it just kind of comes down to people wanting to use their characters. (laughs) Yeah, I say, here's my main thing. If you start getting down that low... Is there any point to doing it? I think it's worth a trial run. I mean, it could turn out way better than we expect. And yeah, right. I'm not, I'm holding my judgment until it happens, but I'm just saying the, if it went down to lower than six. Oh, okay. Is there really a point to doing it? That's a really good point. You know what I mean? Unless you're strictly removing leaders. I mean, unless you're removing CLS and, uh, you know, 
Crew and Revan. Crew yeah. and Hera. Yeah. And... I think it would be more interesting no. if you just made it to where you couldn't use those leader abilities even. You know, if you still if you still had the character, you just lost a leader ability or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of solutions. Here you oh, go. Then you man. could use your Phasma She's... leader I ability. I miss her. Yeah. You could finally get some use out of that. <laughs> All right, so the last few questions here. Did you watch the Cubs Fan Han versus Windkiller Inc. Grand Arena live stream we talked about a little bit earlier? 54% of people said no, and 45.9% said uh, I'm, yes. So that, out of 150 people, 50% saying they watched yeah, that's it. That's really pretty good. impressive. Uh, thanks for watching. That was a lot of fun. If you didn't watch it, you can go back and check it out. It's it was it was pretty cool and a lot of fun. I think you guys will certainly enjoy it for sure. And like I said, I mean that was it was so much fun, and hopefully it's something that we can do again in the future um, with some other game changers and those of you in the community. You know, it would be I, I would have no issue. You know, um, if I get matched up to one of our podcast listeners or something. Hit me up, let me know, and let's figure out a live stream. That would be awesome, you know. Uh, get some of our listeners on a live stream in the Grand Arena, something like that, and do like what Cubs and I did, alternate battling each other or something. That would be really, really cool. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see. We will see what happens. But uh, thank you to all of you who actually watched that. Now, here's the big question. Who did you have your money on before the showdown began? Was it me or was it Cubs? And I love you guys because 91% of you picked oh. me. I am so flattered. Thank you. All I could think when I after I put this question in there is this is kind of a skewed that, that, question. That is We're true. That's all fair. of our yeah. podcasts community but i did post it in yeah. a lot of other That's places true. so you know yep there's there's the 8.9 percent. yeah that's uh quite <laughs> flattering thank you guys love you all um all right so this other one was really cool who else would you like to see matched up in grand arena if it were possible so like uh you know this person versus this person um one of the ones that I saw on there was Shattered Order versus yeah. Cantina Vizsla. I think Sparrow and I are pretty close in Galactic Power, so we might be able to make that happen. Uh, let's see. There's... You know what? I saw a lot in there. T-Money versus Goodnight oh, Punk. Oh, please. And all oh, I could my think God, of please. Was, yes. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh man, that would be that'd be interesting. Uh for sure. I saw one that was said game changers. Oh, versus that would the be devs. pretty cool too. <laughs> no, that, yeah, could, that that could get bad. <laughs> there's a lot of really good ones. Embarrassed. There were a lot of GMP versus Wink. I mean, obviously, if we get matched up, that's gonna be a live stream. It goes without saying. Uh, because that would be super cool. Um Oh yeah, for sure. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> GMP versus Wampa. 
<laughs> there should be someone with that name um, out there. <laughs> Automatic loss. Uh, I can't beat up on a Wumpa. Come on. Really funny. Um, ooh, Metaverse host versus Shattered Order host. That would be pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Galactic War Report yep. versus Shattered Order Podcast. That would be fun. This See, this is the stuff that, like, if we yeah. could make it happen, would just be a lot of fun, you know? Somebody put, Nag, can I just hear Great. the sultry female shoutcast uh, it instead? That would be really funny. Like, actually get her, <laughs> do one of these live streams again, get her on here as, like, the announcer. Like, that, that would be really funny because she would have no idea what's going on. That would be hysterical. Um, someone said GNP ooh, main nice. versus GNP alt. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna win. Uh, there that are one. apparently a lot of you much. that would like to see me against like uh, Arnold or Mobile Gamer. Uh, I I suspect they're out of my GP range, but if so, that would be obviously awesome. Um. Somebody, okay, so somebody put Wink versus Skelterix. I don't want to say it will happen, but we've discussed our galactic power and we are indeed super close. So just saying. Yeah, that would be fun. That would it be needs so to fun. happen. Just um, saying. All right. Uh, <laughs> any others that you thought were interesting? I think we covered them. There are a lot of really good ones Uh, in there, though. All right. Uh, Let's go ahead and jump to... Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right. I just saw one last one, so let me mention it. (laughs) J.J. Abrams versus George Lucas. (laughs) <laughs> that that would be good that would definitely be, Epic. be good um all right so next thing we want to talk about is this update this community right. style thing that's this whole territory war stuff that we were talking about uh take it away all right so i just wanted to break down what we already talked about <laughs> so let me tell you the particulars of the thing we were just talking about on the poll so Basically, the announcement started off Territory Wars community style coming in January. And what they said is positive feedback to limited time character bonuses like Mace, Cup, Dooku, and General Grievous was well received, as well as the recent addition of Grand Arena and the 3v3s and things, just different ways to fight in there. Uh, they decided that they are shaking things up in TWs moving into the future. This is the, So that wording right there, moving into the future, makes me worried that it's going to be all of them and not some of them with the old ones still there like I was saying it should be. That's the only one that gives me pause for that because it almost seems like that is not happening. But it's, that's we'll find out for sure. Uh, I think that's why a lot of people that love Territory Wars are worried just because of that and the next thing, uh, next few things they said, to be honest. They then said that Grand Arena will be for purely competitive play, which Territory Wars was before. 
And then they said TW moves to a more playful and fun direction. So it almost seems through all that those paragraphs they wrote there that Territory Wars is just completely being changed, which I think would be a bad idea. I'm not against changes. I just think changing every time would be bad. But, yeah. So they said that it gives the devs a ton more options to keep this mode fresh and interesting. Well, twice, twice a month instead of all four would still be enough of a chance, I think. But that's what it says. Uh, Now, how will community-style Territory War work? Community votes and keeps six out of ten groups of four, so 24 total characters they keep out of the list, available during the next Territory War. The other four groups, so 16 characters, will be taken out of Territory War and will not be able to be used. So the community, uh, the dev team will then vote on a separate four groups of four characters, and they will keep only one and take out 12 more characters. So if you do the maths there, 16 from uh, our vote plus 12 more from the dev vote, that takes out 28 characters from uh, Territory Wars. And if they were bad ones, it wouldn't be so... That's true hard but holy smokes it is not just bad really ones, ones. <laughs> it's actually there are some in there that i'm okay with but it's a lot of them are yeah. are rough so uh the picks will be revealed before the territory war to allow theory crafting so that will be happening on january 9th um we'll find out both of the dev the dev poll results and the community poll results it also says that the dev the poll doesn't open until January 7th, but if you go into the announcement, you can open the poll now and vote. So um yeah, I don't think it opens on the 7th. It's open now. Go vote. Try to get your guys to stay in if you can. Um but yeah. Uh, other rules, any characters not in those groups will automatically be available. Uh, results of both polls will be made available on January 9th and ships are available even if the pilot is banned. So you don't have to worry about if uh, crew gets taken out that you can't use the silencer. So uh, ships are still good despite people being taken out. Now, I want to mention something about the poll that I've heard. I don't know that it's a for sure thing, but I have heard that there are people out there abusing SurveyMonkey's website and being able to vote as many times as they want. I've heard someone that's voted already on this poll 300 times themselves. Crazy. So just another reason why this is not so the greatest well, idea. Here's one thing that I think that I've ever seen. I wonder, like, there is so much, there seems to be a lot of backlash the fact that people will spend the time to go vote 300 something times that people feel that strongly about this. I do wonder if it's just <laughs> a really loud yeah, minority real. or a really loud half that is just making this almost blow out of proportion. I, I mean, like that to me, that just seems crazy. Like surely you've got something better to do than to keep voting for this i mean i would think and hope that they found some kind of 
writable program they made to click start and it just started voting on its own without them having to do it. Because if they sit there and do it the 300 times themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's no kidding. I mean, I've been so frustrated that I might go to that links to try to make sure a character doesn't make it. I mean, that, there have been times like that, but it seems a little extreme. Yeah, exactly. So then we, we will see. Oh, and so, hold on. Somebody mentioned that, uh, let's see, who was it? Um, Yvette Sithram put, I hope we still don't have to place 25 teams in each zone. That's a good point. I'm very curious to see what this does to the number of characters required because, uh, I mean, when you take that many characters out, it's certainly going to change the dynamics. Yeah, of I don't know what how many characters are in the game now, but uh, I think I saw someone say that 28 of them was like 12% or something like that. Last I knew there was 160, so it's probably a little higher than 12%. I don't know. But it's a good chunk. So Interesting. that was that was head maths, which are always wrong. So anyways, it's a large chunk of the available characters in the game. So we'll see. Now let me just list off these groups yeah. and <laughs> talk about the characters that could be pulled out altogether or left in. And some of these pairings are just out of control. Like this first one. If this one goes out, it's it's tough sailing. Well, Bosk is a territory war boss for for his leader ability. There are a ton of bounty hunter leader abilities, so you could build a team without him. But he is, I think he's pretty much the by far and away best territory wars leader for a defense. So the first group is RJT, Daka, Bosk, and Sith Assassin. So if I were to guess one that would definitely not end up being brought into territory wars this month... I'm guessing that one's probably going to be gone. Um, taking out Daka out of a Night Sister yeah. team, that's going to make it rough. Taking RJT out of an RJT team, now you're working with uh, Finn leadership again, which isn't bad, but you're not going to use it on defense. And then the Bosk leadership, you'll probably end up moving your bounty hunters that's to true. offense because I don't know which one of those leader abilities would even you'd even bother with for defense, so... And then Sith Assassin, eh. The fourth uh, one always seems to be one that's kind of like, eh, whatever. Yep. A plug-in yeah. character to another team. But, I mean, you know, Doc is pretty important to Night Sisters, but Night Sisters can still be good because of the new zombie rework. And, you know, Bosk, Boba's leader ability is unbelievably freaking good, so it's not like you don't have a bounty hunter leader. Um, so... You know, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. It, it would be interesting not having that annoying Bosk team. Um, you know, because scoring in uh, Territory War is obviously different than Grand Arena, so you're not worried about points. So Bosk is going to be really good on defense, so it'd be nice yeah. not having to deal with him. Uh, group 2, Darth Nihilus, Zombie, Joe Lee, and Shore Trooper. What I find interesting about this batch is those are pretty core characters on their perspective teams. I mean, your Imperial Troopers, that that's the only tank that they have. Jolie is the, I mean, he's kind of core in a Jedi team at this point, especially in a match where you can go in and keep rebattling. 
the revives are great. Zombie, nobody would use Night Sister without Zombie. And then Nihilus is, you know, I mean, he's part of the trio. It's that's a pretty strong. You know what's funny about this one? Now. It's more of a if they're not there's some in there that aren't exactly top tier pullouts, I would say. Like you could probably make teams work without them, but all four across the board there are solid. There's not a throwaway in there like a Sith Assassin that's not used that often or anything. Pretty much all four of them are solid, just solid characters in general. And you're not losing any leadership there besides Nihilus, which nobody uses. So, <coughs> yeah. Group three. Another one I see disappearing for Territory Wars this month. Treya, IG88, Anakin, and Death Trooper. Uh... I don't use Anakin or IG-88. Some people do. Uh, I see the biggest things here being Death Trooper for offense or some defenses and Treya. So cut out Treya. You're cutting out. You're moving back to Palpatine. But then uh, if we move down to Group 8, you see Palpatine's there. So we're just quickly running out of Sith leadership. But yeah, that that one I see probably going off. Yeah, go ahead and finish running through all these real quick. I don't think the rest of them are all. Yeah, it's, that it kind of goes back into the whole. Um, uh, there's a some of them have throwaways, but I'll just cover highlights. Force Vader, BB-8, Kaigon Jin, or a Sing. I don't think that hampers anyone too much taking any of those guys out. Uh, obviously, Vader and BB-8 are pretty pretty good, but uh, yeah, BB-8 might be the most important one there. Grandmaster Yoda, Talzin, Scion, and Range Trooper. This is another rough one. You take out two leaders, two important leaders, along with Scion, a great tank, and then Range Trooper, who not a lot of people have, so I don't see why that uh, that one disappearing would be a problem. Six, Thrawn, Old Bin, Stormtrooper, Han, and Hera. I watched this one, I'm like, oh, well, that one's not so bad. But it does take out two tanks as well as your Thrawn, and then on top of that, takes out your Phoenix leadership. So if you're going to use any Phoenix, you got to use them in another team, a Rebel team, yeah. because the Phoenix synergy is completely gone, losing Hera. Uh, Revan? A lot of those characters plug into other yes, teams. Yes, true. Though, so that's good. Uh, but, yeah. Revan, Stark, HK-47, Dengar. Uh, Dengar, good character. Not really a completely instrumental character but revan important stark important and if you do play droids like i still use my droid team on lowered end teams in territory wars takes out that droid leadership so there's that uh eight is palpatine talia greedo and chewbacca another one of those ones where you read the first one and then the next two and you're like oh that's not too terrible and then you get to chewbacca and yeah i don't there we go. Yeah. Nine, General Kenobi, Ventress, First Order, Order Officer, and Django Fett. Ten, CLS Crew, Baze Malbus, and Fallen Bastila. That last one is rough, too. Take out your CLS lead. Take out your crew lead. Yeah, it is. Take out another tank. And then Fallen Bastila, if you have her and are using her. More rough. I'd say if, if I were to look yeah. at all those groups and say one that if they took it out, it would not hurt me. Too terribly bad. I would think that number nine, GK Ventress, First Order Officer, and Django Fett is probably the least painful to lose. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, yeah, I definitely agree <laughs> I with like you. It. Yeah. I don't want five. I want my Grandmaster Yoda. Don't eliminate Grandmaster Yoda. I like Yoda, uh, good old Marissa's comment. Pick Harris so no one can place that junk on Cheese D. <laughs> you don't like that Phoenix wall. <laughs> I know you don't. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right. So the groups that the devs will be picking from group one Han Solo, Fulcrum, Nest, First Order Stormtrooper. Group two, Ezra, Dooku, Sith Trooper, Kylo Ren. Group three, Boba Fett, Hermit Yoda, Snow Trooper, First Order Executioner. And group four would be Basilisk Sean, Wampa Resistance Trooper, and TIE Fighter Pilot. This was one that you guys kind of voted on in the poll. Um, I, I, I don't want Boba Fett and Fox eliminated. You can eliminate any of the other ones. Leave me Boba Fett and... Uh, my fox because I, I want to see how my first order team does. Well, then you lose Kylo Ren, up. so because he's in two. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. My uh, my my unmasked Kylo can handle himself. I think. No, if he stays. <laughs> that that's true. That's true. Um, all right. You ready to hit this next I'm always topic? ready. Or all right. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh I got a very big big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Alrighty, this is gonna be super fun. I'm excited about this. We're going back to the QA because we didn't finish it last time. Where the hell were we? Do you have any Okay, so I put some we reactions on? on the one we stopped at. And the only one with more than one reaction oh. was Brizzle22. And uh, those are both from me, so that's where we stopped. Okay, so is that the question that we no, need to No, the one underneath next? it. And I don't think we need to do that one. Okay. Because we've covered that last episode about... Um, Okay. Murder bears, getting them to gear 12. I say yes. Why not? They're awesome. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've gotten them to 11 and 12, and I put them on defense, and they got they didn't take a turn. They got smoked. So well, Mine and, had two defenses today and know. did not get beat. I, I mean, I, I will say... Cubs is the first person I faced in the Grand Arena where I knew that they knew what the hell they were doing. So, you know, I don't know. It did force them to use a trooper team, which, you know, is generally a very good offensive team. So, I don't know. It would have been nice if they would have taken some protection or something, <laughs> but whatever. Um, oh, next question is good old Maurice's. How beneficial is C-3PO to, the, to a Phoenix squad? No. No? I think no. that's my answer. I mean, all those rebel synergies, they get them too, so it could be beneficial. I think he works better in other places. Man, I so I used this team against one of Cubs teams in our little uh, match. I used it against his first order team. 
I used a Finn lead with Resistance Trooper, C-3PO, Leia, and Poe. Because of Poe's turn meter removal, you can just get in a loop where you keep removing turn meter and then using Leia and Resistance Trooper as the two primary attackers. But Leia, man, she is awesome with 3PO and Finn. I love it so much. It's it's great. Uh, 3PO just fits in so many places. It's crazy. Yeah, I usually... I've been using him... I've been using CLS, Chewie, Han, R2, and uh, 3PO. And it's pretty much destroying everything oh, nice. that I put it against. So, Yeah. Very nice. Um, okay, Sklarfor asks, question. Do you worry about power creep in the game? And what calendar year do you think we will get Jedi <laughs> Luke? Man, what a load of Jedi questions. Luke. Um, we never see Jedi like <laughs> Jedi Luke. Who's that? Who's he? All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if we got him this year. I really wouldn't. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting because this is actually Episode Nine year, correct? And it comes out at the end of the year. So, yep. So, if he came this year, I would assume it would not be in the month of November or December. Uh, I would say September, October is your best bet if he came in 2019 for Jedi Luke, because I think they'll be focused on the new movie come end of November, beginning of December, and uh, through the end of the year. That's my guess. Yeah. I could say it. Um, I guess it'll kind of depend on what episode nine ends up being, but, or how, how early they want to get a head start onto that. But, uh, yeah, I could totally see that, you know, uh, maybe see Darth Revan coming soon and then see Jedi Luke as the thing that brings that down as we transition into episode nine. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see. Uh, next question is from Cassie. What are the most important tips to keep in mind in order to succeed at Grand Arena? I love this question. Love, love this question. Which one? 3v3? 5v5? If it has ships, if it doesn't have ships? So, there are a few... There are a few tips that I don't think it particularly matters. Ships are kind of difficult. Pretty much just try to win on your first battle, I think. But as far as the character battles, I always try to use teams, for the most part, try to use teams that can replenish health and protection that is pretty easy to make sure that they finish there on offense. That is why I use Bosk on offense. I do not put him on defense. I keep him for offense because uh, I used him against uh, Cubs' Night Sister team, and they finished full health and protection, and it was pre- pretty easy. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort to do that. They're ridiculously good at that. Uh, that's with the Zeta Bosk lead. So, uh, Keeping teams like that for offense, I think, is great. So, like, your boss lead, your um, 
let's see who else. So them, any team that has BB-8 in it. I like using BB-8 against Ness specifically because with RJT and BB-8, if you can kill everyone else <coughs> off, you can leave it in a loop where you can control when you kill Nest and allow Illuminated Destiny to just keep rehealing everybody to get back to 100% protection. That was what I planned on doing with Cubs, uh, Veteran Chewbacca, or uh, <laughs> Smuggler Chewbacca, Goggles Chewbacca. He altered my plans a little bit, unfortunately, but uh, that's a really good strategy that served me really well. Um, I think Hermit Yoda is one of the best offensive characters because of the the stuff that he restores. I've been uh, I've been using him with uh, in a low, an under under. How do you say it? Undertuned squad? I don't know. Low, lower than five, because yeah. I just throw in Revan. Uh, if I don't have a Phoenix on defense that the Wampa can just eat alive, if there's another Rebel team. Uh, like a first order teams, not first order. Rogue One, there's a one in there somewhere. Rogue One teams. Oh yeah. I use a Rex lead with Wampa and Hermit Yoda. No problems against uh, Rogue One teams. Well, that's an interesting point because if you have a Zeta Jin, I don't know why you'd put her on defense anyway. She recovers protection when they gain buffs. Sherrit and Bays gain ridiculous buffs. Uh, I mean, that is the exact type of team that I want to use on offense. So if you have a Zeta, if you don't have Zeta Jin, totally fine on defense. If your Jin is Zeta, I think you should keep her for offense for that reason. Um, another strategy, not offensive, but defensive is using characters that do AOE damage. So like your Night Sister. Night Sister is the best defensive team other than First Order, and I don't think it's close, and that's because of the AoE and the Plague. You know, being able to go directly to the health and remove that gives you a pretty good chance at making sure the other team doesn't finish with full health or protection, and over the long run, I think you're it's going to be really advantageous to make sure that they're a good defensive team. Uh, rather than saving them for offense. I don't know if it's mods or what, or people just leave their mods on for Oak AT, but every Night Sister team I've fought has been mm. if I take the right team against them, just fine. If you if you don't if you don't have strategy against them and you just think you're going to beat a, a low geared Night Sister team with one of your crap teams, you're gonna have a bad time. But good luck. Using yeah. strategy and, and the counter teams that are out there right now, I haven't had any problems with them, but it's it's I agree they are a pretty good team, especially if you underestimate them. And like I said, for the longest time I never fought Night Sisters. There was never any in my arena. It wasn't until like three months ago I fought the first team at all uh for me. And, uh, yeah, I, it's, it was, I was afraid of them before, but now I know how to beat them and it's not so bad, but if yeah. you don't, it's, it's That's nasty. Fun. That, that is definitely true. Um, let's see, uh, the, okay. So obviously the Kira team goggles, Chewy with the Zeta uh, that with Nast. 
screw it. It's stupid. It's annoying. It, if you're an idiot like me, if you're going up against an idiot like me, it can catch them off guard and ensure that they don't finish it or have hell doing so because of those revives. Um, that's a really good defensive team as well. Rolling in. Uh, <laughs> one other thing, like you mentioned, uh, Rex, Wampa, Stormtrooper, Han, I love those three together. They're fantastic on offense. It ensures that if you finish the battle, you get the the what is it eight points for um, full health, full protection, surviving, and not using a spot. So you get those four points each on those two slots you're not using. And because of all the turn meter gain that Stormtrooper Han and Rex gives, Wampa just goes bonkers. It is a fantastic team to use against, I would say, a second-tier level Rebel team. So probably not a CLS team. I don't know if I'd be that ballsy, but, uh, you know, any of those second-rate Rebels teams, I mean, it'll, it'll pretty much mow through without much resistance at all. Uh, let's see. DTA OV. Yeah, Joker uh, pulled back his question. Um, yeah, DTA OV underscore the underscore. Oh, the people use the underscore. Um, all right. (laughs) Question: Any chance the SO Pod can do a series of feature on how to mod certain teams or specific characters? I love the Grandmaster Yoda video you guys did and similar focus on characters like Chewie, uh, Critter Offense, Nest, you know, Speeder Health, etc. would be really interesting. So uh, this is something that I have certainly thought about a lot because I am really into this sort of stuff, obviously. Um, I would like to start doing more stuff like this and I've got an idea for a video that I was going to do, but... You know, I am not going to have the time to do it for a while. So maybe I'll make this kind of a mini series on the podcast until I can get back to having time to do videos again. But we once upon a time, we did have a how to mod your section on the podcast. Yeah. Back in the day when mods came out that long ago, not mods 2.0 mods when the mods hit the game. Just about the time we started the podcast, I think that we started like three or four or five episodes before mods came out. So, yeah, nuts. That's how long it's been since we've done that section on the podcast, but definitely worth uh, rethinking now. Well, and I also made this specifically for this topic. If I was a Swigga character, how would you mod me? That drop was entirely made for the segment. So, yes, Perfect. we fully have intentions of st- to start doing this. Um, you know what? We'll do that next week. We'll come up with something, and we'll do some characters. You can, you guys can give us feedback in Discord of what you would like to hear. Um, you Maybe either give us a team comp or specific characters that you'd like to hear us talk about, and we'll tackle that next week. Sounds like a plan. Right. Uh, they ask question in grand battle grand arena battles modding appears to have the largest effect of the overall outcome what teams would benefit most from alternate modding strategies besides high speed i modding tenacity on teams like ewoks to prevent days giving to all the assists and turn meter gains 
this is a really good question. I love this because it allows you to use more of your mods. And I think there's a lot of stuff that people don't really think about. And for one that I know used to catch my arena mates off guard was modding Darth uh, Nihilus for tenacity. It's because, you know, if he's not getting, having his turn meter reduced and things like that, he can be unbelievably annoying. Um, or I, I stunned. Use, <laughs> well, if you're using Treya, though, with a Zeta, that'll get cleansed. So stun's not that big of an issue. But okay, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a good point. I mean, there's a lot of people that still don't have Treya. So if you don't have Treya, I think it's even more important that Tenacity well, was, should be on Nihilus. It was just making me think of Thrawn last night in uh, Cubs battle against you, where Thrawn just got stunned basically stun locked for most of the match before two people were already dead. Yeah. You know? And if crazy. Thrawn, if you could, if you could keep Thrawn from getting stunned, that whole, that whole match could have been turned. So, you for know, you sure. got to think about things like, like that. Uh, there's a, uh, gosh, there's a turn meter. So the, the Ewoks thing is kind of interesting because there's, I don't know that they necessarily need tenacity just because they do have a cleanser, but a team that has a cleanser, it might be important to at least go high tenacity on that one character. Uh, something else is uh, Han Solo, Resistance Trooper, Grandmaster Yoda. Those three characters do not give a damn about speed on them. Load them up with as much offense as you can possibly put on them and just let them be a total wrecking ball because... You know, Han gets called in on assist. He has the free attack in the beginning. Uh, Resistance Trooper, you know, he gains all the turn meter. Grandmaster Yoda gains all the turn meter. Finding characters like that to just load up on offense rather than worrying about speed at all, it allows you to, to use a wider variety of mods, and that is so beneficial. Um, another one, First Order team. Kylo Ren unmasked. Put a crit avoidance on him. Make it to work. Because if people can't crit him, he can be very difficult to take out. Because exposed death mark, damage over time, none of that crap works on him. So if you're loading, load him up with health and make it to where he's difficult to crit, I mean, good luck. Like, it's just, it's going to be so, so frustrating. Um, like, that, that can be incredibly annoying. Uh, kind of, kind of the same goes for Kylo Ren. You know, he recovers protection. You can go with a protection arrow on him because of that recovery. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of some other good ones. Uh, you know, if you're using Jedi with Bastila Shawn, I put Bastila Shawn on defense. And if you put her on defense, loading everyone on her team up with as much health as possible that just prolongs the effects of the protection up. So that's another place you can really take advantage with slightly different modding strategies just because, you know, generally people go for protection and there are a lot of times where health is really beneficial. This is why I think, you know, health and crit damage, those two primary stats are the two best mods to slice to six dot. Uh, and I, I, frankly, I don't think it's close. Um, for the most part, you should never do a protection primary 
do health primaries, slice those up just because of the benefit that they give. Uh, Wampa, he's another character that really benefits from those health primaries uh, because he he gets bonus effects from it. He gets the protection mm-hmm. up, which gives him the extra offense, tenacity, and all that stuff, which makes him more difficult to deal with and allows that to last longer. So, uh, you have any other ideas that I missed? None that are important at the moment. I was just thinking about fives. My Zeta That's fives. That's a really good one. Yeah, I really need to... Since with the Zeta, anytime a clone gets uh, damaged, he gains turn meter. Um, and they get whenever they get AoE, he just goes off. But if I didn't mod speed on fives, which I haven't really thought about till right now, and maybe yeah. put a little bit more... Uh, potency and offense on him he might do a little uh he might be a little more little a little more than just a possible speed uh speed dropping character because right now the biggest thing he does is his assist which does pretty decent damage so if you were to get offense to him that assist would would do some really good damage and then uh making sure that he puts speed down every time would be really good but that's just Uh, a Random thought. This is semi-related, and I think I talked about this last week, but that is, like, your secondary stats for defense. Uh, You know, this is kind of very min-maxing type advice, but if you're, you know, using characters that there's a good chance, you know, they'll be going up against characters that use special damage, using flat (coughs) defense... As a secondary stat, looking for that is a really good idea because flat defense will give, on percentage basis, a bigger boost to resistance prevention rather than, you know, your armor. So that's another good idea. We always go long on every question. I don't know if we're going to make it through all these. Let's see. Bucky. Will we see a dark side character with multiple faction tags, not just Sith and Empire? like R2 and C3PO or dark side passive characters like Hermit Yoda and C3PO. I think the second part of that question is more likely a passive dark side character more so than a dark side character with multiple faction tags. Cause I don't know of any besides maybe clone wars and, and prequel era characters that would span multiple factions. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is if they did and they already have him in the game, Emperor Palpatine. For him to span yeah. over multiple uh, multiple groups, he'd have to just be Palpatine because Senator Palpatine isn't going to drop into the Sith uh, faction. You know, he'd just be the Galactic Republic, and that's not even Dark Side. So, I mean, he might even be a Light Side character. <laughs> I- so the interesting thing here is R2 and 3PO, I mean, they kind of combined what those characters are through the prequels, the originals, and the new trilogy. And they combined all that into one character. Which they haven't I mean, done with Darth- anyone else. I mean, there are right. five and- Han Solos. There's what, four Chewbacca's. Like, I don't- but what's interesting is they're droids. So, I mean... 
this is maybe getting too nerdy, but I mean, yeah, true, like, true. Hu- I mean, humans experience time in a certain way that sh- machines probably don't. So it's like, you know, you could see R2 and C3PO, maybe what they are carrying over a longer span than, you know, a human would do essentially. So I, I would think if they did something like that, it might be one of those instances where it's something that's a little bit more, uh, I don't know, long, long lasting. I don't know. It's, it's so much to do with light side that there's just not that big of an option for multifaction tags on dark side characters. Although I think it's a great idea. I just don't know how it would actually work. Um, unfortunately. And, you know, the thing about, I don't know. They're legendary characters too, so that might play into it as well. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, Wamilla. I am farming Houndstooth and now Django by default. Does Django have any STR utility? How does his tenacity increase decrease leadership ability work on STR bosses? Which phase? What team comp? Other viable uses for Django? I can't answer this question because I'm farming him, but I've never used him. So... I'd have to look at his kit and um, theorycraft it myself, but... All right, so I'm going to read off his leader ability. Uh, scoundrel allies have plus 30 speed. Enemies have minus 20% potency for each debuff on all bounty hunter allies and minus 40% tenacity. I don't... I assume that's just minus 40% tenacity as a whole and not for each debuff. Um... Enemies that are burning can't gain bonus turn meter. Bounty hunters have plus 35% offense while they have bounty hunters resolved. When Django Fez in the leader slot, not the Alice slot, the following contracts active. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. I-, I think the problem is that it's just a flat minus 40% tenacity, which is basically less than one attack against somebody in the raid. Because, like, Treya, I think she gains plus 50% for each attack. I just... It's not not really gonna do much. Um, the I think the better solution would be, like, an IG-88 that actually has the stacking tenacity down. But I've yet to see a team where that really works well and becomes useful where you can get into a loop and start removing turn meters. So I don't know that uh, I don't know that he has any use in the triumphant raid. I think he's going to be more of a grand arena character, probably. Which he's gonna be great for. I mean, he's that leader ability really caters to that, so. Yeah, I'm going to have to play with him a little bit more once uh, once I have him geared up, because I just never see anyone using him, never use him myself, but he has an interesting kit. Being able to add a bounty hunter resolve on people, bringing them back, I mean, it's pretty... It's pretty he has an interesting kit, it's just never played with him, so. Yeah. Uh, Purse Dog 73. If, is there any reason to farm bounty hunters now except for them being cool? I've been grinding Imbo, but I'm not convinced it's worth it. Uh, if at least the ones with ships, 
because the idea is that there might be a falcon coming taking those ships so if you need them none of the new bounty hunters have ships do they uh the new bounty hunters no not that i'm aware of so to to answer your question i think that there's plenty of good bounty hunters right now that you wouldn't need to farm them if you had something else that was more critical you could always go back to them um but i really like him i love his kit i think he's a strong attacker i'm not stopping on him well i'm five out of a hundred so i don't got a lot to go anyway but or Singh, I wanted her. I didn't have a lot of cantinas to go after, so got her. That'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, Imbo. If you got something else to go for, it might be worth going after them first. Yeah. And Chicken Bottom says, if you have a hard time with Nest, Imbo's uh, kick move ignores protection. So... It can take out a nest. Ah, good thinking. Um, dude, Imbo is super awesome. He's super fun. I, I love that character. Yeah, he is He is really good. All right, so next question. In terms of an offensive Grand Arena team for bounty hunters, which leadership appears to be better, Aura, Django, or Imbo? Each has a leadership. This seems to be the Jedi leadership Zeta issue all over again. Imbo and Django are almost opposite, so is all circumstantial or is one the obvious choice? Um, Once again. <laughs> yeah. Not familiar with their... For, for Grand their Arena, I, I think Django is the... Um, you know, I think I think Django's going to be the best one there. Uh, that the bounty hunters' resolve is so good. Um, you know, especially on offense, for sure. Especially on offense, it keeps you from losing a character. Uh, it can be really beneficial. It it really gives you, you know, a little bit of flexibility to make some mistakes and still not end up screwed. So I definitely think it's Django. He's it's great. I think Bosk is the best. Um, I think Django's for, probably for second offense? best. Yes. Tell you what I use on offense, Zam. Boba. Oh, interesting. I interesting. love Zam's really? leadership. Yes. Put in a team with Zam. Uh, Zam. What's the dude with the dual pistols? Now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Cad Bane. Yeah, Zam, Cad Bane, Boba Fett. I don't have Bosk, so that's why Bosk isn't in this team. But Zam, uh, Zam, Boba, Cad Bane, Dengar, and Greedo. So pretty much everyone there except Boba can do thermals on their own, and then Boba can get them from the crits. And so yeah. you're putting, I'm putting out tons and tons of thermals, blowing them up works out pretty well i don't use it against really strong teams now once i get bosk i might throw him in with his leadership to use against a little stronger teams but going in against uh like phoenix or just some of those other teams that people throw in at the end of their grand arena in my grand arena matches there's always always been two really bad teams they set on defense and so yeah. I could take those out really easy with that team. 
Same with clones. I can take teams out with clones half the time, which is just really sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's true. Actually, I've been what I've been doing is clones. Uh, gosh, who was it? I haven't been doing. It. Half the time I use that Rex Wampa team, but I take out Rex and uh, God, who was the fifth one? Never mind. I'll get back to that. All right. Anyways, I th- I think Zam is a fun leader. Uh, we'll jump to Sklar 4's question. Can you explain to a noob how you avoid preloading turn meter in Territory War and Galactic, or sorry, Territory War and Grand Arena? Uh, basically, force quit the app or before it ends. Before the battle after ends. ends. Once the battle ends, you're screwed. Uh, you know, if this you know you're going to lose, yeah. If you know you're going to lose, if you know you're not going to kill anyone, there are you might be better off waiting until one of those times where you can click the little gear button and retreat or, uh, you know, just force closing the app, whatever, and that'll force it to time out. And then, you know, you can deal with that. But that, that basically starts you from scratch. If you finish the match and get defeated... They will start with the turn meter that they had when you died and cooldowns and all that stuff. So, And if you kill you, anyone and force close the app, they will be back. So that don't think that if you too. killed someone, yes. they're staying dead. They will be coming back. Now, this brings up an interesting conversation that was brought up on the stream last night with you and Cubs was whether or not you thought that was cheating. Now... I don't know where I fall on that. What? Whether you think force closing the app to keep them from keeping their turn meter is cheating or not. How is that cheating? Because it's not in the intention of the game. Wait. The idea is if you lose, that you're supposed to, they're supposed to be preloaded turn meter. Someone found out a long time ago that you can force close the app before you die and they don't have that turn meter. That is not... That was not the dev intention for the game mode. So for some people, no, that's I think it cheating. was. I think it was because <laughs> no dev will ever build their game that you have to force close it to make something happen. That is not a game intention ever for you, any game you, developer. You could let it time out and it's the same thing. So because when you force close, that's what you're doing is you're letting it time out. And I well, that's what happens. The match doesn't. So why don't people end. force close? Here's what happens: people only force close because they're about to get killed inside the time limit. Okay. If you are force closing because you're about to time out, then you would just leave it at timing out. People force close the app because they're going to lose the match before the timeout happens, which means they don't gain that turn meter. I'm just saying that is not the intention. So, to me, it's kind of cheap, but it's in the game. It's built into it. They haven't patched it. They haven't fixed it. So, if it's there, people use it. But as far as the game goes, it's not intended at all. So, I I don't know. I think it. I think it is intended. I think it's strategy. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I don't. Well, I yeah. Don't okay. I don't disagree. It is strategy. Yeah. It's in the game. It can happen. It is not the intention. So, How I can see both sides. 
I mean, because people don't design games that you have to close the game to make something happen. That's just not the way. If, if I'm dying in Destiny, I don't have to pop out my disc real quick and then pop it back in and reload my game to make sure that something didn't happen. The devs weren't like, oh, this will be fun. Let's make them pull pop well, out the disc out no, of the PlayStation. No, it's not something that they maybe intentionally put in, but it's something that they left in because it's strategy. Which I, is I what I said. But yeah, I... I, I I don't I understand just think how that's one day they in would any way, shape, or form. Because people using bugs in other games is considered cheating. So I can see it. Y- using I don't care bugs, either way. I sure I I don't think that's taking advantage of a bug or anything. It's it's been that way since it's not Gal- patched okay, out. <laughs> I, here's my argument. Galactic War. There used to be two ways to end your Galactic War match, and they would do completely different things. You could force close, or you could time out. And those two things had completely different results. And they changed it to where they basically have the same result. And they're clearly aware of the situation. They changed Galactic War way back when, if this was an issue, if they thought that this was cheating, they would have changed the way this works rather than making retreat like, be the exact same yeah. as force closing the app. I never once said that they consider it cheating. I'm saying people consider it cheating because it's not built no, into the no, game. No, but that's my argument. The devs clearly don't think it's cheating or else they would make it do something or, different than retreating. Or it's not something that they can fix. So... Yeah. I, in chat, there's a perfect fix. Perfect fix. Just put a gear menu forfeit so that you can just go in there and forfeit the match. The problem with that is the reason they haven't done that is because it's not the intention. If you lose the match, they want the turn meter loaded. That's the way it's supposed to go. And that is the only reason I could see that there would not be a forfeit button in those matches. Hmm. Because that is an easy thing to implement. Yeah. So, anyways, interesting argument. I don't care either way. It's there. People use it. I use it sometimes. It doesn't matter to me. Here's yeah. the here's a hint. Don't lose. Hey, if you want to go waste, Pro tip. if you want to go waste one of your best teams against my defense and basically throw it away and get no anything out of it other than just throwing away five characters, yeah, by all means. Cheat all you want if that's cheating. I don't care. <laughs> um, all right. Infidel, if you're going to lose without killing at least one... Uh, oh, that's... Yeah, never mind. Um, we just answered that. <laughs> uh, Tesh, what farming strategy do you recommend for mods? I'd like to save crystals. Do you recommend the store or farming with energy? And two, what tunes has Grand Arena made you wish you had geared up? For me, it's Sith Trooper and Holdo. Um... Question one, farming strategy for mods. It depends on where you're at in the game. If you are a newer player and you don't have a wide variety of mods, you should be farming mods like crazy with all the energy that you have using 50 crystal refreshes because mods are arguably the most important aspect of this game. And I highly recommend looking at the store because you you can get such good mods from stores. You know what you're getting. And if you're at a point where you have a good variety, you should only buy from the stores and you should buy slicing material so that you can slice your health primary, crit damage, and offense primaries to six star. 
you do you agree or do you have a slightly different strategy? I have no opinion because I zoned out and didn't hear you. If I'm okay. being honest. Okay, so what is your <laughs> what is your mod farming strategy, good night, punk? Uh if it's gold, I and it has speed on it, I like to buy it. If it's gold and it has offense above flat offense above 40 on it and speed, then I definitely buy it. If it has flat offense that's over 40 and doesn't have speed, depending on the set, I'll still buy it. If it has offense percentage that's pretty high, I'll look at those two. Those are the only things I really look at and I only buy from the store. That that's a good I've got point. a decent I've got a decent like mod set as it is. I only go for things I know have the best chance at uh proccing. Uh, the I've also started moving into purples because I just keep wanting more things to buy. So purples with speed, same deal. I'll do that for purples as well. But yeah. uh that's I'm doing it all out of the store. So, so I save all that energy for uh slicing materials. And at this point, I only really farm the higher up slicing materials because I've already sliced up all the like blues and purples from pre-mods 2.0 that I pre-geared yep. or pre-leveled. So there's not a whole lot in there I want to use except for some of those offense and stats that aren't speed anymore. So I look for those higher stats that were pre pre-leveled for me and then go after those. But the thing about that that advice is it does not work for people that weren't here before mods 2.0 or did not level That's before true. mods 2.0. So for those people, I have no idea because I haven't played in that time frame. But for someone like me and you, that's that's the way I do it. So one thing about the mod situation is secondary stats. If it has a combination of two, two of these three, offense flat, offense percent, or speed as secondary stats, I will buy it because... There's almost no way to go wrong. You there's a good chance of something that you like getting increased and therefore making it a usable mod and there is the chance that you get a god mod out of one of those. I mean, that's uh you know, if you know, if I end up with a mod that has, you know, 160 secondary offense and like five speed, great. <laughs> I have no issue with that whatsoever. It's fantastic. So uh, yeah, I think looking for secondary stats that have multiple secondary stats that you like is a great idea if you're more of an end game player. Uh, what tunes has Grand Arena made you wish that you had geared up? Uh, yeah, this, I think it's Ewoks for the most part. Um, Ewoks and First Order, I, I'm there on First Order now. Uh, that, you know, that's kind of, that's been what I've been working on. Um, there's not really much else other than probably Dengar, but he, mine's like gear eight or nine, and he's fine. I never have an issue with him. Just he has a ridiculous amount of health anyway. Um, okay, maybe maybe scoundrels. I would say uh, the Vandor Chewy. You know, Zeta's pretty good. Him with Kira, it's not bad. Um, that you know, those characters, those scoundrels, they are. Fan freaking tastic. Uh, that that's that's probably my top answer. What about you? Well, one was never putting a Zeta on cruise leadership, but I've done that now. Um, 
I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of my meta teams are are good. It's, it's it always goes back to like characters that weren't seven star that I haven't leveled up yet. Like a lot of mine, like I could probably do okay with my boss now at six stars, and I've started level gearing him. But I don't usually start gearing characters until I know they're about to hit seven stars. So like a lot of the newer characters probably are the ones that uh are more upsetting to me because I've never if you look at if you were to look at my roster, everything that I have geared up at least to gear ten or eleven is has been useful in an arena team or some kind of synergy team. And the ones that I have still down at seven or not geared or anything like that are just garbage. Like Mob Enforcer, Ugnaught, Sun well, not Sunfock, but I'm a gun D. IG one hundred, like Gar Saxon. There's there's a lot of people that are just down there. Direct Krennic. None of those guys even have gear on them yet. So Yeah. It's just some of the newer ones that I don't have seven star yet that uh I should have geared up earlier. Like the ones you mentioned. Some of those scoundrels, some of the uh bounty hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Rose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh yeah she'd be a good one actually i'm kind of <laughs> considering it because i need another resistance character from our jt team mm. i've already made um, my argument for her her and her zeta so i don't think i need yeah. to rehash that i think her zeta yeah. looks awesome but what do i know yeah yep we don't care um all right <laughs> drew nuts asked once seven star trait is achieved what in-game content do you focus on are there fun team comps you experiment with or just auto everything uh, I, I mean, for me, it's right now. It's all about Grand Arena. I want to kick people's ass in Grand Arena, and um, that's pretty much what it comes down to. I'm trying to build the best Grand Arena teams that I can, and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, it's Grand Arena for me right now. So that's pretty much it. Turn gearing up tunes that I find help give me more options for uh the fights that i have yeah so that's what i'm focused on cool and that what well, i mean like even though i have seven star trea it's like i don't want to forget heroic sith raid either still because that top 10 bonus for yeah, yeah. here 12 pieces is still a thing i wish it weren't but it is yeah. so it's always going to you. be a focus for me yeah I I generally get top 10 just about every raid, and I think that, I mean, that's part of the team. Part of the reason why I'm good in Grand Arena is, you know, those extra gear 12 plus pieces, like, I have enough that I'm able to stick them on characters like Crew and First Order Executioner, you know, characters that aren't my, you know, primary arena team, and, you know, that gives you a really big advantage in other game modes like Grand Arena. Oh, definitely, because um, I still... I still don't have more than a handful on characters. I'm sure if I had yeah. the the little pieces that didn't come from Heroic Sith Raid to put in with them, yeah. I'd have more than that. But I just I'd rather yeah. focus on gearing up other characters to get those full teams going. Makes sense. Um, all right, Drew Nuts asked once. I've, uh, oh, whoa, we did that one. Sorry, Argyle Mind asked. 
on the last podcast, you mentioned that you think C-3PO might replace Ewok Elder on an Ewok team. After having a few weeks to play around with it, would you still say Ewok Elder? Part two, this is a good night punk question. I have two daughters, age three and five, and I want to get them into Star Wars. Uh, the They like to uh, spin my tunes on the character screen. Ray is their favorite. GMP, how did you get your kids started? And Wink, you discuss Hill and Protection Region as it's the Holy Grail and Grand Arena, but I won or lost each matchup by hundreds of points. How do you divide your best squads on offense and defense, especially when your opponent has more gear 12 tunes than you? You take these first two questions, and I will take the third one. All right, so C-3PO in an Ewok team is awesome. There's no doubt about it. It's really fun. The problem is I don't think that you need him in an Ewok team. I think they're yeah. they're good enough on their own without him that despite the massive buffs and them making him better, that you don't need him in there. Uh, I've changed my mind. I want Ewok Elder in there all the time, especially for defense, because Elder is a jerk. And if you don't <laughs> take him down, he's bringing people back, and he brings them back pretty quick with his cooldown. So... Um, and, and he clears debuffs so he can get rid of days, which is huge for Ewoks. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he does, I, I don't even know who I'd take out low gray, maybe like that's yeah. the only one I can, that would be my next one. But even low gray is awesome. Cause he does, he does the AOE days. He does the D the, uh, the cleanse, not a cleanse debuff for the, uh, opponent's team. I just do a lot. I, I, I wouldn't. I just don't think I'd put C three PO in there. Yeah. Okay. But if I did try C, try low gray first, you're gonna want uh, you're gonna want Elder in there. And as far as the I, two daughters question to get them into Star Wars, um, basically, I just told my daughter we were doing this, <laughs> and magically she did not uh, she did not fight it. So. What happened was we found out the new the new Star Wars Episode 7 was coming. And uh, I was super stoked because, you know, we hadn't had Star Wars in forever. So about five months before the movie came out, me and my daughter, I decided to take her through all the movies. I started at, I started at 1 all the way to 6. We watched them over that five months. And maybe it wasn't five months. Maybe it was like three Anyways, me and my daughter sat down to watch all five movies. She fell in love with C-3PO and R2-D2. That's like, they were like her favorite characters, which was perfect. She Oh, and, C, and Chewbacca. Hilarious, because the three characters she loves from Star Wars are almost in every movie. So yeah, that helps. <laughs> it, it, that helps. it worked out perfectly for her to continue to want to see these movies because her favorite characters were in it. So now every time there's a new Star Wars movie... The first person I go see it with is my daughter. So it worked out well that way for me. But for me, it was just sitting down and watching the movies. So. Um, I'm not a parent, but I mean, for the most part, kids, you're kind of their role model. So a lot of times if there's something that you like at that age, I feel like from what I see, they kind of try to latch onto that to some degree. So, you know, if, 
you can find something that helps tip them over the edge, you know, whether it's, you know, maybe there's something in the movies that they particularly like or are into whatever, you know, it, uh, but like you have some options there. I'll tell you what gets really annoying. My daughter has the, that big porg, the big electronic porg that they made. Oh God. That makes that porg noise. Oh, God. So anywhere in the house, you can hear that thing oh, screaming if terrible. she's playing with it. <laughs> it's, it's, oh man. Yeah. It's lo- nice. Um, all right. So the health and pre are, uh, health and protection region. So if you're losing by hundreds of points, this can matter to some degree still, because this is what I talked about earlier is I like health and protection region teams as offensive teams, but on defense, I like AOE teams and particularly AOE teams that can be frustrating as all hell. Um, you know, first order I think is great. Kylo Ren and Kylo are fantastic because a lot of the tricks like exposed death mark and stuff like that does not work on them. So I think that makes them really, really good. And, um, you know, I, I think having those two strategies for Grand Arena, whether you're offense or defense, however you're looking at it, can be really, really beneficial to closing the gap on those points that you're losing by um there is you know and there are charts out there that kind of help with counters and stuff like that i think we've got one in our podcast chat uh by pigeon i believe is the one who created that you can check that out it's really good it is a great reference guide uh you know if you're like you know what's the best way to tackle this team or whatever it's you can quickly look at it figure out who might be best used look at your roster see what you've got um, gear 12 can matter, but not a ton. If you know, mod your characters to be good at what they do. So that's what I was talking about earlier with like crew and Kylo Ren stack them, you know, stack crew up with health, stack Kylo Ren up with protection, make them annoying to deal with. And that'll give you the best chance at winning a battle and, you know, kind of being efficient, uh, you know, and being efficient on offense is really important because, you know, if you win on your second battle, that costs you 15 points at least. So, yeah. Um, all right. What, how many questions are there left? Uh, Quite let's a see. Few. We got one, two, three. Yeah, there's like probably 10. Yeah. How fast do you think we could run through these? That way we're done with Q and A. You don't have. You still have that timer on your uh, on your t- pad. I have a two minute timer. There you go. Let's do it. All Lightning right. round. I ain't gonna use it for this first quest. Or yeah, well, all right. Uh, <laughs> question: Which three man teams in Grand Arena would you think would be the most effective on offense and defense? Go. Most effective on offense for me was Rex, Wampa, and Yoda, Hermit Yoda. No, actually, take that back. CLS, Han, and uh, Chewie. That was most effective on offense. Defense was, uh, for me, it was Treya. No, it was either Treya, 
Nihilus, Scion, or Revan, Jolie, Grandmaster Yoda. Okay. Um, I, I think I've beat this with a dead, you know, beat this to death. Uh, crew, Night Sister on defense. They're, I think they're the two best. Uh, Rex Wampa is unbelievable against Rebels. I think that Bounty Hunters are amazing on offense. Troopers are amazing on offense. Um, and just Grandmaster, or sorry, Hermit Yoda in general is just good on offense. Next question. All right. Stan asks, you guys think a level cap increase is coming? No. No. All right. Frostvirus <laughs> asks, Grandmaster Yoda, great Jedi or the greatest Jedi? The correct answer he did not give, and that is the most awesome greatest Jedi ever. The most awesome greatest Jedi yes. ever. That is the correct answer. I disagree. Well, I mean, you can be wrong all you want. That's fine. I think I think Kenobi is the best Jedi yeah, ever, I, but that's I just mean, me. Yeah, like I said, you're free to be wrong. I mean, you're a Lions fan. You're not used to being right. So uh, we'll go to Cable's question. With How many L's did Yoda take? <laughs> he had to become a uh, hermit. <laughs> he had to be a hermit because he could not beat. How, ab- how, how about those? Anyways. How about those draft picks? How about those draft picks? All right, uh, Cable asks. What does that have to do with with Kenobi? Come on, Kenobi has draft picks or something. I don't know. Never mind. Uh, I was talking about Yoda. <laughs> how many L's did Yoda Whatever. take? Could not even be Palpatine. Had to run off oh, become a God. hermit. Uh, no. What did What did Kenobi lose? We'll we'll discuss this later. What, what did Kenobi lose? I mean, uh, you get back to me on that because you're not going to find uh, it. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get back to that. Cable asks, with the Hermit Yoda and Wampa packs incoming, did that lean you to believe that Jedi Luke or uh, Jedi Luke Jedi training will be coming soon? Now that we have three PO and Chewie in the game, are you concerned about longevity of the game if we get Jedi Luke so soon after getting Revan? I don't think we're getting Jedi Luke soon. I think they're saving. I think that would be like a grand finale for Swaga. Um, maybe not a grand finale, but like maybe. <laughs> I say I hope not. Hey, you got this awesome character. You can use it for a month. No, I game. mean I think it would be like last year of the game or something like that. I mean I think there would be a while after, but like that's the pinnacle. Like there's no going up from that. That's kind of what I'm saying. So no, I don't think we'll see him soon. To answer your question, Shamud. Shamud. Kenobi didn't lose to Vader. He gave himself up. Keep telling yourself that. Joker's question <laughs> is, do you think that the Wampa... Oh, this is... Uh, that those packs may indicate another Guild Event Store character coming soon. I don't know. They take so long to farm. I could see them putting in another character, but I think they would have to add more Guild store currency to make them farmable or guild event store currency to make them farmable um i i I don't see it i find it unlikely but maybe that would be cool i mean that would be cool thoughts i would love that (laughs) but what guild event are they going to add a character for Mm. uh mil moret's question ot characters for december 
no, I think we're getting Falcons soon. I hope we're getting Falcons soon. I think there's been a lot of hints as far as the bounty hunter ships and, uh, you know, Chewy. We now have all, all the pilots, so I think that's coming. But obviously, we're past December. We didn't get so, that. So not in December. We'll see about January. So. Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, Joker asks, what are the always abort conditions for the 3PO event? Is the 3PO event still going on? No. This is okay. something we can come back to when it comes back. We'll come back to it. Same with Chewbacca. Uh, I think that one's over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Same sorry with we didn't Chewy event these before the events, guys, but... But we know. took a week off. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. All right, so... That uh, was good, G- man. We flew through those questions. We did. That would be the we most got- efficient we've ever been. We do have one more... Well, oh wait. Joker says that Chewie is yeah. still going. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we should answer this then. Um, if Dangar does not prevent stealth, if they get stealthed, abort. That's that's pretty much the only thing. Um, let's see. Big. Oh yeah, big deal. Chew- yeah, that was true. Yeah, we did answer that last time. All right, cool. Oh, oh. Oh, Apparently there's a uh, news. Well, this is random. Oh, sh- okay. All right, here we go. This is a new clue that is just dropped on the forums live on the podcast. All right, here it is. I'm going to read as CG SB crumb posts for a tease. Do why fly far beat this? That'd be nay visionary. I'd have my best hat on fit faint. The best feet on other fold sad. Stop changing. Keep farming. I'm reaping the wagers. My plays win. Reason is simple. Paired and true. No fans and joke. Add clue, but get the nod. Ace. Fail nigh and stem hope. Rotated. No help. Get pewed, dunce. And then... <laughs> what the... I have no idea. However, there is a PDF here that there is a thing that has parsecs per hour, duration in hours, minutes, and then duration in minutes, and then parsecs. And it's got numbers filled in. I suspect that... There is something to do with filling this in that will either give us a code or something along those lines. Oh, okay. So the PDF, the it's a parsec dial. This is interesting. Oh. This is interesting. Well, I'll, be, I'll be looking at that once we get off here. Other than the, the words there just are... Word spaghetti, as I like to call it. They're there, and they probably mean something, but uh I mean when you're talking that is when you're talking about parsecs. Right, right. I, I think I know what the hint is going for, unless they're We think we know what know, they're getting at. Like fat I just have no idea what the words are supposed to be. That's mean, true. Because that is the mo- biggest word spaghetti I've ever seen. We will we will see what it actually means, uh, but Man, dude, if Falcon's coming, get hyped. 
That that could be a total. I'm hoping game that, that those words in like, Grand Arena also. <laughs> I'm hoping those words on my screen give us what's required and not just what it is. Because if the parsec thing means Falcon, then it was just an easy giveaway. But I don't. Crumb doesn't do easy giveaways, so maybe it's maybe it's a swerve. Maybe it's a swerve. Uh, so we'll see. I think it's Falcon, but it could be something else also. Or, you know, more details on it or something. Maybe it leads to a link that has the kit or something like that. That would be cool. Um, well, that, that would be ridiculous. We we will see. We will see. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's getting brave with his, uh, you know, with his stuff on here. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> oh, who... When did this get posted? Apparently, it it, five. Apparently, it just got posted. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Almost midnight. So it, I guess it's only ten twenty where they are. So ten o'clock at night, they dropped this hit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Interesting. All right. So yeah. Uh, yeah uh, to answer your question, uh, Shamud, Shamud, I don't know how I'm saying this, whether it's right or not. I am not going to be trying to do this live on the stream because I don't even know where I'd start. So uh, yeah. I don't either. And we've already, we've already hit that two hour and fifteen mark. Yeah, so we're, we're rolling out. I said we're going to keep it under two hours. We didn't. So uh, this is a great <laughs> time to go to this. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. All right, so next week we will do our giveaways and our patrons and all that stuff. We've got a couple other things that we're working on that maybe we'll uh, mention then as well that we think will be pretty cool. Uh, so stay tuned for that next week. Um, you know, we'll be, of course, doing giveaways to those of you who sub on our Twitch channel and those of you who were patrons for this month. Um, but as for now, it's trivia time. This is exciting. Heck yeah. I'm ready. I am ready. So, I've, I've, I've missed beating you at this. Oh, whatever. All right. If you are new and <laughs> unaware, uh, you may want to download the app Kahoot. K-A-H-O-O-T. Kahoot. Uh, this is where we do Swaga Trivia. Tesh from the Frequent Fighters in the Order puts this together for us every week, which we greatly appreciate. Thank you very much, Tesh. Um, yeah, we are... Uh, going to hand out that pin in one second let you guys put it in and see who sucks at trivia it's gonna be good night punk spoiler <laughs> we'll see all right what is that game pin all right so this week we'll be going over 2018 and taking a look back new year Ooh. always good to reflect on the past year into 
Yeah, so there you go. We're gonna look back at 2018. Now your game pin is 0271300. Again, your pin is 0271300. 0271300. 0271300. Yep. All right. So go ahead and put that in your Kahoot app and we will get started. Heck yeah. All right, I've almost got it. Taking forever here. Uh -oh. All right. Second phone didn't want to connect to the internet. No boy. Bueno. Still doesn't. All right, you've been challenged twice. Why is this popping up twice on there? That's a good All right, question. there we go. I'm ready. I think it. I think it's doing its thing now. All right, let's Are do you this. Ready? I am right. ready to stomp you. <laughs> question one. Is thanks to Ivo Lijundich for the help. I'm sorry, I cannot say your name. As we look back, what was a special about K2SO's event? Go. And the possible options are it was an Android exclusive, it was iOS exclusive. It wasn't in, it wasn't available on iOS immediately and it wasn't available on Android immediately. Are there two answers to that question? Well, I guess the event was never available on iOS, so yes. That wouldn't be the answer. That is correct. Now, next question. So Rogue it One was not last year. So I guess we're looking it's not just 2018. I remember now Tesh said that uh, this covered more than just 2018, but more of a 2018 yeah. and then some. It was so. roughly a year ago. I mean, it was December 17, I think. So I'm not sure if the event carried over into January. It may have. I'm not sure. Rogue One was... M it was a December movie, wasn't it? So it was, was, but it wasn't last. Movie. It wasn't 2017 because 2017 was. Oh yeah, oh was yeah, a, that's a good point. Last Jedi. Oh wow, so yeah, that's that was a good point. 2016 yeah. Rogue One. As yeah, right, there you go. That's what I meant. All right, next question. What about T3M4's marquee event? Same type of question. All right. Uh, it was an Android exclusive. It wasn't available Im on Android immediately. It was an iOS exclusive, or it wasn't available on iOS immediately. Good night, punk. The answer you selected was. It wasn't available on iOS immediately. That is the correct answer. I remember. Answer. I remember being upset, but then not being upset because it actually came to iOS. Yep. I selected the same answer. All right, next question. The Shadow of Malachor events gave us three new characters. Which one was not one of them? And go. Ooh. The possible answers are Sith Assassin, Darth Sion, Sith Marauder, and Visa's Mar. I knew that answer, and I still clicked the wrong one. I do. Whoops. 
I don't know what the answer is. God dang it. I, uh, I was down between two. I did a coin flip in my head and lost. The correct answer is if I had, Sith Assassin. If I had looked at Visa's Mars name, I probably would have realized that it was Scion, Visa's Mar came at the same time. So, so did Marauder, not Assassin. So I picked Marauder. That's wrong. Gotcha. So. Oh, well. Whoopsie. All right, question four. All right. The Phoenix events had names to fit the character being introduced. What was Hera's? Possible options are Art of Demolition, Honor Guard, Spectre One, or Supply Sabotage. Dang it. I had two I wanted to pick. I picked the wrong one. God dang it. I, I, I read them all. I was like, it's definitely Supply Sabotage. And then I talked myself into Honor Guard. Stupid. Supply I went with sabotage. Art of Demolition. Yeah. <laughs> Art of Demolition Oopsie. was... Don't tell me. It might be a question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. What's question number five? Which was the first ship introduced via marquee event? Ooh. Ghost and Phantom 2, First Order Tie-In Silencer, Imperial TIE Fighter, or the Gauntlet Starfighter? Jeez, man, I'm terrible at this. I, You and I both. The, the correct answer is Ghost and Phantom 2, which neither of us picked. I selected Gauntlet Starfighter. You selected... As did I. Uh, not good. Not good at all. No. <laughs> very bad. That, very, very bad. That's interesting. All right, question six. Who was the first marquee character in 2018? Options are Visa Smar, First Order Executioner, Rose Tico, or uh, Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot. Jeez, man. Yes! Come on! I, I selected First Order Executioner, which is the correct answer, and you selected what? Visa's Mar, because she was introduced near the Sith, and the Sith were in February, so I didn't realize uh, Fox was introduced in 2018. That's crazy. Yep. Crazy. All right. Well, there we go. That should probably give you the win. Let's be honest. Hope so. I hope so. Alright, question seven. How many characters' ships were introduced in the game in 2018? Oh. Possible options are 36, 24, 30, or 16. Oh, characters and ships. Yes. Glad I didn't screw that up. Holy crap. What do you select? I was going to go with the lowest before I saw it was ships and characters, so then I went with the highest. Wow, I did not. I went, I chose 24, you chose 36 apparently, and you got it right. All right. Dang, that's crazy. I would have never guessed that many. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. Dang. Which event happened the most in 2018? And go. Possible options are Legend of the Old Republic, 
training droid smuggling, credit heist, or Omega battles. All of them combined. Well, that was... <laughs> what did you select? <laughs> I expect Omega battles. All of them. That's what I did too, but apparently... The answer is training droid smuggling. Holy crap. No. Well, Ouch. There we go. <laughs> Holy. All right, last question. Jeez. Who did not receive a rework in 2018 yet? Well, it's not 2018, That's so. True. And, of course, the options are General Grievous, Greedo, Grandmaster Yoda, and Cad Bane. Not enough to beat you, I don't think. Man. All right, what'd you end up with? Uh, that uh, that's I I did not realize or even think. Greedo, Cadbang, Grandmaster. There were a lot of reworks this year. All right, I ended up with three thousand nine hundred eighty-one. <laughs> No! No, you did, You beat me. Oh, thank God. I wound up with 3,980. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me by one. Wow. Holy crap. That is crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, that hurts. All right, so GRTL, G GRTL, Joker, and D are all ahead of us. Uh, as of us looking at this at the moment, I'm sure many of you will end up stomping us. Congratulations, guys. Um, Easily. The top five doesn't have me or you in it anymore. I'm in seventh, so you're probably in sixth. That's because we suck at trivia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, <sighs> anything else? I think that's it. This is where we cut it off. We're cut off. No more debuffing yourselves. All right. Well, thank you for hanging out, everyone. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we will, of course, be back next week. Uh, make sure you check Discord, discord.me slash shattered order to find out exactly when we will be streaming the show. Come hang out with us on Twitch if you want to listen live. Of course, the show will be put on YouTube later and on your favorite podcatchers this weekend. Go check it out. Enjoy. And we would love it if you would share the show with a friend that may enjoy it. Uh, and make sure you sub on our YouTube channel. Check out those videos I was telling you about. Uh, put a lot of work in those. And I think they're pretty good. Uh, pretty useful. So check it out. Agreed. Until next time, we appreciate you all hanging out with us. A lot of you in here today. So that was awesome. And uh, yeah, we will catch you next week probably about the same time so tell your friends let's get the party going and uh let's enjoy ourselves as for now we will catch you later later you've just finished with the shattered order podcast join us next week for another round